inside the world's most terrifying house, Mamityville 3D. Now playing at a theater near you. During the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. We should thank our lucky stars. They're still putting on a program of this caliber after so many years. I probably shouldn't be asking this given my fluctuating social standing, but why us? Two seats opened up. Chris Flanagan got sent to military school for kissing his stepsister, and Alec Ames is awaiting trial for the victimless crime of armed assault. He succeeded. He was successful in just using his mouth to get the man off. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich, and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rock stars they are, and God bless them for that. Here we go. Here we go. I'm Chris. Hey, everybody. I'm also Chris. You're a goddamn genius! And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB Podcast. Smells like a bunch of farts got in a fight. something time I didn't look it up I didn't look it up you can call me a bad host I didn't look it up it's 198 something it and I'm not sure where this is gonna fall in the timeline because it's a bit of a special episode it's a bit of a weird episode I say weird because something about my pants are half on but uh, I am Chris also, Chris is not here because we tried something different where we each have our own episode this week, and I feel like I got a trade-up because sitting on the other side of the flipped upside-down bar stool that we're, we're sitting here on in the uh, TN2M Show's worldwide headquarters, you know him, you love him, he is... The backbone of TN2M shows, host of Nerd Alert, ladies and gentlemen, Obi John. Hello there. There he is. Also crazy, you guys are still using the same upturned stool. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Thought uh, I would bought a new one for sure, but the duct tape is holding. So Man, good. inflation has hit us all very hard. Inflation is a cruel mistress, and 
So here we are. It's up to like 9% now. I don't even know. But uh, I'm happy to have you here. I'm happy to happy to have you. Once again, it feels like old times, you and me. Yeah, good to be back. It's been way too long. I know. I uh, we, we started this, uh, I just said wee-wee by accident, um, <laughs> loaded up the Skype call, and I was just like, hey, man, and you were like, hey, and I was just like, this feeling just came over me that I was just like, this is right. This is good. I like this. <laughs> This is good stuff. I don't have a notebook with like eight pages of notes, so I feel I feel naked all of a sudden. Yeah, who are you even? <laughs> I know. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know if I like this version of you. This timeline a version of you is, is not, it doesn't feel right. Um, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we will. Because you and I have a, we haven't talked about this at all before no. right now. And uh, I was talking. I bringing up, I think you're bringing up. Oh, yes. Yes, I am. Because uh, uh, Jason from Superhero Deep Dive uh, messaged me and he said, hey, man, did you see this? And I said, yeah. And he was like, I loved it. What did you think about it? And I, I told him and I think I think I kind of hurt him by saying what I said, because oh. it just kind of trailed off after that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, that's not what He I messaged mean. me, too. Um, <laughs> I hadn't watched it yet, though. Like, he messaged me that morning. I was like, yeah, the first thing when I get home tonight, I'll, I'll give it a watch. But, you know, I had to be at work super early. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell people what we're talking about? Or yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, so you and I, <laughs> uh, 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 like, you are the only other person in real life that I know, like me, that has a Power Rangers helmet. I think I said the same thing to you. <laughs> like, you're the only other person I know who will care about this yeah. and talk about it with me. Uh, you're the only person that I know that has a, a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers helmet um, and actual uh, prop weapons from the show. And so it, it, it's... A... There's a whole shelf on the uh, display of just Power Ranger shit. It's perfect. I love it. Like with the yep. morphers and all that stuff. Um, I actually was going through in, um, I, I was cleaning out a bunch of stuff. I was going through um, trying to find any um, PlayStation 2 and Super Nintendo games. And I have like a big, um, uh, I have like a stack of the um, the green screen photos that we've that we've taken together throughout the years and one of them uh is a power rangers morphing photo and so it's it it's it makes perfect sense the only (laughs) sense in the world makes all the sense in the world that you and i would be here talking about uh the power rangers netflix special was it once and always mighty Mighty yeah, uh, yes, once and always. Once and always. Once and always. Uh, yep. And it, it, it came out, uh, it was released April 19th in the United States on Netflix, and it brings back a few classic Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and um, retcons a couple things. Yeah, that, that was a little <laughs> weird. Uh, it starts out with no, a see, murder. Uh, <laughs> yeah shit gets real quick yeah um apparently so did, did you hear what they were gonna do originally 
I've heard multiple stories of what they were gonna do. I don't know how seriously to take any, any of them. Like the original, like apparently, uh, David Yost was talking because he's back in it. David Yost, Walter Jones, yep. um, Steve Cardenas, um, uh, Johnny Young, Bosch, Karen Ashley, um, uh, Catherine Sutherland, like a, a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. They're fantastic. Um, the original voice of Rita. Uh, yeah, I believe it's the original voice for Alpha Five too. Yeah, it, it's the, uh, playing Alpha Nine, so yeah. I, I missed an Alpha somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they, they they went through a bunch of upgrades, I guess. Uh, but uh, yeah, so apparently David Yost was like in one of the initial scripts. Uh, like they go down to look at the 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 the, the body, and there's like a scene oh. where like they go to investigate. And be like, oh well, maybe she's still alive. And they're like, yeah, we took that. Like they they took that out. And it's like, yeah, th- thank you. Yeah, um, you think? I can't believe you shot that. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's basically uh, uh, Rita Repulsa sort of is back, and it 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 brings back other Rangers with the um, Rangers of the past with the. Uh, the death of the original Yellow Ranger and a convenient plot device to keep out the Power Rangers that did not agree to be in. And I'm really curious if they if they wrote that before or after they knew who they weren't going to come or who who wasn't going to come back for the special. Yeah, uh, I feel like that, that probably... seems like a very convenient way to put whoever on the shelf wouldn't come back. Yeah, like it kind of seems like they were like, all right, here's what we're going to do. There's going to be X number of Power Rangers that are, like, captured. And whoever we get, they're not going to be the ones. But whoever we don't get, they're up there. <laughs> and um, so, in general, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, it took me a sec to kind of shift gears because... And this is what I said turbo. in my, my one sentence. <laughs> oh, oh, damn it. That's a thing. Yeah. See, my guard is down. I haven't been around <laughs> you for so long. It's better be careful not to say the hammer word. Oh, no, don't, don't say it. I ha- yeah, I didn't I didn't load that key up. I didn't load that key up. You're welcome. I have I have this one instead. Uh, there's an old school callback for some of you. Yeah. Um, no, like I I had to change my mindset a bit because I think and I think a lot of people went into it thinking the same thing of like this is not a 180 million dollar summer blockbuster reboot of power rangers like this is not a giant legacy sequel like ghostbusters afterlife or something like that this is a power rangers reunion special yeah it it is just as corny and cheesy and low budget as the show ever was and if you want to know what to expect uh, if you ever watched the first episode of fuller house (laughs) which is just a reunion special for Full House. Yeah. That's what this is. It's, hey, it's what's-his-name. Oh, it's the Zords. Hey, it's what's-his-name. It's callbacks. It's, and don't get me wrong. It's fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, but you have to kind of shift your mindset. I did it again. You did it again. Uh, You're change your mindset. It. <laughs> it's, it's not. It, it does not have the polish and the, the big budget and all that. It, it is just as cheesy and corny and lowball as as the show ever was and i found that charming because i still go back and rewatch power rangers occasionally because i'm that nerd 
Uh, but if you haven't watched Power Rangers in like 20 some years, that may be kind of a rough adjustment to make when you first watch it. And be like, oh yeah, no, the show was always as bad. Well, like you I know, was just six. Yeah. Here's the problem: is how in 2023 do the suits look worse? I thought the suits looked nice. Oh, I think they look terrible. I like the the 3D raised uh, diamonds on their um, uh, the wrist armor and the boots and stuff. Uh, the material, I don't I don't know what it was, but it's not just spandex. It has some kind of like texture to it. Yeah, it, it it's it's kind of like um, uh, it looks more like I don't want to say the movie ones, but you know, like those um, uh, the the set of fan films that Bat in the Sun kind of yeah like that kind of like textury uh yeah feel to it but yeah like i just like i don't know like i looked at them and i was like they look cheaper than the tv show ones i don't know maybe it was me well i think part of it is we're so used to seeing those original suits uh from the sentai footage which was yeah film versus now they're being everything's being shot digital yeah that's true um, and i give them probably like they have some we, we've got a drone for a weekend and we sure used it yeah they uh, sure got did. Some cool camera <laughs> angles <laughs> they got the use out of that uh, rad bug yeah oh god like the rad bug. they wear the rad That's bug a, out in this one it's a perfect perfect uh, uh metaphor for what the show is like because <laughs> you're like the oh fuck i forgot the rad bug was a thing yeah oh we're still doing that okay we're still doing the rad but we are we are gonna make the rad bug too cool aren't we they're gonna try. You sure tried, guys. Yeah, I don't know if they did. Uh, but no, but the, the, they they the, tried. <laughs> Your mileage may vary. But yeah. No, they. The stunt team had a good time. Uh, there were some cool stunts. That there's a putty that straight up yeets a person off of a building. <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't see that coming. It's pretty bad. It's it's kind of like how in like uh like like the Batman games where you're like Batman doesn't kill anybody but he throws a motherfucker off the 35th story of a building. And you're like, oh, yeah, you don't see anybody. Don't... <laughs> like, like 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 you don't see anybody die, but like you're pretty sure that a lot of people are dead. As long as we don't show the corpse. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, no body no crime is pretty much the 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 second tagline of this movie. Um, where I really like that we we let um, um, Zach and Billy take the forefront. Uh, two Rangers who never really got time to shine. Uh, really, they carried the whole thing, and that was cool. Um, yeah, it, it, it was more of a uh, quality over quantity. We didn't get everybody back, but we're going to do the most with the ones we did get back. Yeah, like because in the original run like you know everybody had like one or two episodes that featured them but for the most part it was the the tommy jason kimberly show pretty yep. much pretty much the the uh Linkara made the joke in his uh, history of power rangers, power rangers review oh back to the tommy oliver's show guest starring the power rangers yeah like it's basically like once tommy shows up like he's number one by a, a a huge margin and then after that unless, <laughs> unless he lost his powers this week right and then it's and then it's jason and kimberly unless jason's gone then it's kimberly and then kimberly leaves and then it's pretty much just the tommy show forever um and well, so it was nice to let some characters that 
were often overlooked and were kind of background, like, yeah, they're there, but they don't really do a whole lot. Um, kind of, you're right. Like, like have that a spot and kind of drive that. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, uh, the, the thing that got me, and this is, we'll get nerdy. We'll get super nerdy for a minute. Um, I don't know what continuity this is supposed to be. I don't know either. Yeah, I have no clue. Because it starts, it's like, oh, they've just continued to be Power Rangers forever? <laughs> For okay, like, like 25 years? Gave, like, yeah, but then they reference stuff that happened in earlier seasons, like, you know, Billy going off to, was it Aquatar? Yeah, they talk uh, about the Aquatar the people. people. The Z-Wave still happened because there's oh. a crack in Zordon's tube, even though his tube is back in the command center now. Yeah. And they reference, you know, Rita's whole origin is tied into that thing. I'm like, oh, okay, so the Z-Wave happened, okay. And then, like, there's the the Bandora protocol when they start rolling through like cities from other Power Ranger shows. I'm like, wow, that is just like scatter shot to hell of what's constantly like all the cities from different seasons. And then uh, when they, when they cut to the other Rangers, Rita's been kidnapping. And like there, there's, there's um, uh, beast morphers yep. and, and uh, just like random ass teams. Was it lost galaxy had some people in there. Yeah, they sure did. Um, which I didn't think Lost Galaxy was in the same continuity at all, but whatever. Uh, so yeah, as, as a Power Ranger nerd, my, my head, I was constantly going back and forth between, oh, hey, it's the thing. Like, I, I was the Leonardo DiCaprio meme. <laughs> like, hey, 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 it's the thing. And then, what? A lot of that. A lot of me pausing and be like, wait, wait what? And then backing yeah. it up and trying to explain to Whitney Wyka, backing it up. Uh, like, you get the Alpha thing. Like, he's, he's Alpha 9. Like, okay. We went from Alpha 5 to Alpha 6 when they yeah. switched to, was it Turbo or after Turbo? But yeah, somewhere there we switched to Alpha 6. Okay, cool. And then I think there was like an Alpha 7 or 8 in the comics. But how, how did we get to 9? I'm missing an Alpha somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, so it, 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 yeah, which like, so my nerd brain kept going back and forth. Between, oh, that's cool. They're referencing the thing. And then, wait, what? How does that? Is like the only thing I can compare it to is did you ever watch Bright on Netflix, the the Will Smith gangster cop fantasy movie? No, I did not. Okay, good. No, terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the whole premise is like it's the modern world, but it's in a fantasy setting. So like the events of like Lord of the Rings happened, but they happened like two thousand years ago, and this is the world we live in now. We're just like orcs and fairies exist within the world with humans and stuff, which on the surface, okay, that could be an interesting setting, but they do terrible world building. But there's one point where a dude references, um, he says, uh, he, he's a Latino actor. He goes, don't look at me, man. People still get pissed about the Alamo. And I'm like, hold on a minute. Yeah. In maybe. a world, in a world <laughs> where we had an orc uprising serving a dark lord in a giant battle with elves and humans and shit that all happened but so did the alamo yeah how does that even work what so yeah it was a lot of stuff like that with the power ranger things like they would sh throw some things out there like oh that's cool oh, that's fine and then like every third one i'd be like wait what yeah like hang on a minute yeah because i did the same thing and see like i i even went a little bit further nitpicky um, oh. because i did that stuff but then i'm also like when they morph, why is the Black Ranger so much taller than this Ranger when they were just standing next to each other and he was shorter than him? Like, so I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah, why, why, does, <laughs> why does Rocky suddenly lose 40 pounds? Yeah, 
you got them spanks. Not um, that that's a shot. Rocky, if I could do the same thing, I would too, bud. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that it, actor definitely got uh, less bulky when the suit comes on. Listen, all I'm saying is, if I had the opportunity to take over a part because somebody else was involved in a paycheck protection program scandal, you know, you bet your ass I would. <laughs> you bet your ass I would yeah. step up to the plate no matter what I looked like. Um. And don't get me wrong, he does a great job in the couple of fight scenes he does. But yeah, it's just yeah, every time they morph, it's no noticeably. Oh, yeah. that's just some guy in a suit. Yeah, so that was kind of the problem. But like, no, I I was with you too because like, they they, they kind of I feel like hope that you get distracted by like the shiny things, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, that's so cool, I remember that. And then you're like, wait, wait. No, because that in order for that to exist, that had to have not happened. So mm-hmm. what? And then there's this like, never mind, because here's something else shiny. And yep. how did uh, that Ranger team know about this Ranger team? Because they're into never mind. Right. Because it's like well, I'm overthinking it. Yeah. Like because uh, the opportunity to do all that stuff was when the pirates showed up, but they bumbled that. Just they sure did, man. Oh, oh my oh, God. Boy. That still burns. That still hurts. Every so often on my Facebook uh, memories, it will come up. And like when that when it was just starting, like that season was starting in the U.S. And like you and me were just so excited about it. And after like two weeks, yes. it just kind of like possibilities trails off. Like There's like two solid weeks where like promo art comes out. And like it's like we're, we're you and I are like. First episode is next week. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm so excited. Blah, 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 blah. And then it's like it happens. And then like a week later, there's like no mention of it until next year when the, it starts again, where it's like two weeks before it comes out. We're real excited again. So it's such a sad cycle. Yep. It's so sad. Yep. It's it's so sad. Uh, uh, but yeah, my, like, like my good. So, sorry, so sorry. I think no, no, you're good. like, I, I think that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to like distract you with how many fun easter eggs that they can fit in not really giving a shit about if it makes sense for them to be there yep well and again if they've done it we're just okay this is a a universe where the mighty Morphin power rangers never stop being the mighty Morphin power rangers and they're the only power rangers we've ever had okay fine uh you could just kind of separate it in your mind and be like okay so we're just going to reference the stuff from like, like the first three seasons and like Okay, cool. We're we're just we're just doing the we're playing the hits. We're just playing the hits, but they keep throwing in stuff from more modern era because yeah. someone was telling me that uh, it, it, it's potentially leading into this this current upcoming season of the show, which would be really weird if the reunion special was set up for the new series. That that, that that's weird because um, there's a lot of rumor on that Billy's going to somehow show up in the new show as like a mentor character, and I'm like, uh, I think we would know that by now aren't they shooting but, yeah, yeah uh, i think so but anyway like the, the biggest letdown for me and they tried to write around it but there's no way you can ignore it uh it's the 800 pound gorilla in the room um that then had a staff thrown at it and grew, grew to be 80 stories um is is not it's a reunion special and not everybody's back in fact right. about half of the rangers are not back at least they got um, they got a full team they got one of every color back which is about all you can all, all they can hope for karen actually is in it yeah for a cameo which I, with johnny young bosch who's yeah. in it yeah for a cameo yeah uh, um 
obviously Tommy's not in it, even though it was filmed before he, he uh, his, his tragic passing. Uh, and then the internet is rampant with rumors and speculation and, and just flat out bullshit talk from people uh, about as to why he didn't come back to it. Um, which, in light of everything, just sucks because, like, man, it's it's never the same without him. As much as we give the character shit for taking over the show, he was a big part of the show. Uh, Amy Jo Johnson, her streak continues. She has <laughs> not returned to Power Rangers yep. since she left. Uh, no, I don't count the little cameo in the 2017 reboot. No, uh, mostly because I try to forget about that movie. Um, it looks great in 4K, but that's about all I can say about it. <laughs> like, if you watch the 4K, you fast disc, forward to the two scenes that are worth watching. Yeah, like it, and you get to like that sweet six minutes um, of screen time, approximately. <laughs> it looks yeah. really good in 4K, but the rest of it is like it. It is the coolest looking Krispy Kreme commercial that you've ever seen in 4K. <laughs> it's about all I'm gonna say. Uh, I had suppressed Krispy Kreme. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Why was that such a central point of that movie? <sighs> we'll pay half your budget, but the third word, every third word, <laughs> yeah. uh, the last twenty minutes of your script has to be Krispy Kreme. Like I'm shocked that one of those kids didn't have a crispy a job oh. at Krispy Kreme. Like that would have been a more like that would have at least uh, been a, a little subtle. way to jam that in there <laughs> i gotta go to my job at krispy kreme can't be hot and fresh without me oh <laughs> uh. uh, you have to make the puns too i do yeah yeah you uh, have to you um have to. just let me write the new no, movie it's, <laughs> i think we pitched that before the last one came out too. yeah still no calls so, uh, is it hasbro we have to talk to hasbro we're, we're we work cheap we do, uh, but no, it's it's yeah, it's missing some very important core rangers, and their their absence is noticeable. Um, and, and as try as I might to just enjoy what we got and not lament what we could have had, I can't shut that part of my brain off. Like I can't, because I mean, again, there's some really cool stuff. Like not only do we get to see, like we talked about, um, uh, Zach and Billy taking the 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 brains and sort of being the focus of the show. They introduced a new character who was really cool, who's Trini's daughter, and that was interesting. Um, and then we get to see pairings of Rangers we never saw before. We get to see um, Zach and Rocky having a fight scene in the juice bar, which it, 30 years later we're still getting things we've never seen before in a Power Rangers. Uh, you know, we see Billy Power uh, um, piloting the the Megazord. Never saw that before. That yeah. we get some cool stuff, um, and as cool as that stuff is, and as much as I want to just enjoy the coolness of it, uh, they worked in a pun where Cat operates a crane because cranes or get it? Yeah, uh, there um, it was really cool though for her. <laughs> uh, this marks the very first time, and this, this is going to be a fact. You know how they say like, "Tell me a fact that sounds fake, but it's true." Okay, here's one for you. So this the, the, this Netflix special is the first time that she morphs with pterodactyl power. Yep, isn't that crazy? Like I I, I realize I'm like no that's there's no way that's true, but yeah when she got into it it was it was pink ranger power. On. Yeah, yeah. So they were doing that. So like it, it's it's so weird to think about that, but yeah I, I would love for. I know it's impossible for the original OG season one team to come back for a couple of reasons. Um, but um, it's, I always want like as many as possible 
from yeah like the og and like i get it like there, there's a couple of them that you're never gonna get like of course you're never gonna get uh twee trang obviously um at the time that they were shooting this they could have had jason david frank but for whatever reason he decided not to um the you know amy joe johnson it has apparently this the biggest aversion to the series until it's time to go to a convention um well something somebody brought up and i hadn't thought about this is power rangers still non-union i don't know because i know they were shooting in like new zealand every year because so they could Mm -hmm. get around all of that so that might be part of it See, that's yeah somebody brought that up uh i think at the gaming convention we were talking about the special and and i I think this is just purely conjecture on my part but i think part of the reason image of johnson never come back is she's in the whatever the canadian screen actors guild is and i think she's in the american Guild screen actors guild as well because post power rangers and 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 before her music kind of kicked off she was just doing all kinds of stuff she was in felicity she was on uh that swat show in canada like she's been continuing to act in lots of stuff so i think because of that uh, it's more of a if i go back to do this i'm violating my union guild rules i think this is just conjecture on my part First of all, uh, when uh, you I said think that's a big part of why she's never come back, when you said her, before her Sorry. music career took off, that really did a lot of the heavy lifting in that sentence. But because um, I don't really know that her trying music, be, her music career has ever really sh- taken off. But trying, trying to be nice, shut up. <laughs> I, I respect I might meet that. her again someday and, and puss out. And not be able to <laughs> that's talk true. To her again. And then you make me look like a, a like a psychopath. Because I'm just like, yeah, yeah, Sorry, basically what he said. And she's like, he didn't say anything. And I was like, well, shit. Thanks for signing my I poster. Bye. Just stared and drooled. Goddamn, she's still gorgeous. <laughs> um, Sorry, what happened? I got, I lost track of time again. Uh, I think the Canadian version of the Screen Actors Guild is called the Maple Syrup ah, yeah. Guild also. Uh, <laughs> I looked it up. It's the Maple Syrup and Moose I'm Guild. I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> and, moose. and moose and moose guild i think that's what it's called uh, i feel like i'm right on that i didn't google it but i'm i feel good about that without looking it feels right that it feels does. right yeah. it does so yeah the they they reused um some audio and some video for the people who were not part of it uh which i tried to go in i tried to go into it and not hold it against like you said because i think you made a great point of like you don't want to judge it against what it could have been you want to judge it for what it is and go into it with the expectations of what it is but it kind of seemed like they were like daring you to hold it against it that they didn't have certain people and it's the people they're missing are big people. Like they're, they're, they're major parts of, and they're not even just Rangers. We haven't even gotten to you. Like, honestly, honestly, the cameo that we didn't get that grinds my gears the most. And I'm baffled by how and why we didn't get this is bulk and skull. Yeah. I was going to say like uh, having bulk and skull there, like that should have been like, they should have been there. And you know that they don't have any qualms about, 
being there because they they like there's a handful of people. Here's here's my issue with Power Rangers in general. Here's my issue with it is okay. you have like lay it on me. You have like three or four, five people maybe that were involved in Power Rangers in the very beginning that love it and have always worn it like a badge of honor and been like shit yeah i was in power rangers even even when it wasn't cool to be a part like even when it wasn't like nerdy cool to be a part of power rangers and then you have the people who wanted nothing to do with it distanced themselves from it as much as they possibly could until they realized oh i could i can get some money out of this and I can I can go to a convention and sign some autographs and um, you know make some money and why don't we just do that? So oh yeah, I was in Power Rangers. Shit yeah, I was. Yeah, like I don't know if this is true, and so I'm but I'm gonna say it anyway because why not? Okay. Uh, I feel like David Yost won't sue me. Uh, so I heard a story in college about David Yost. And so supposedly at the time, like that, that was when, you know, Power Rangers was not cool. Like Power Rangers was not anything that like, if you ever referred to it, it was like in a mocking way. Like, did you ever see that? Oh yeah. That, that was, that was like early to mid two thousands. Yeah. Like, like 2003, four, five, six, however long I was in college all that time. So, um, there, like somebody had told me like, yeah, um, they they were at a a club in LA and David Yost showed up and people were like like people recognized him and they were like oh you're the guy from Power Rangers and he's like no no I don't want to talk about that blah blah that, that whatever he was like kind of in denial about it and then until people were like that's so fucking cool you were in Power Rangers blah 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 and then he was like shit yeah I was in Power Rangers yeah like 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 leaned into it and was like flexing about it. Now, I don't know if that's true. And because the, the, the two times that I've met David Yost, he has been beyond nice. Uh, so I'm not knocking him in any way, but it feels, uh, like initially when, uh, Jason David Frank, like he he was one of those like he tried to distance himself a lot from it until the convention started to happen and then he could get a bunch of money and then it became well get your picture with the green ranger shit yeah well man jdf was so it's such a weird roller coaster of because yeah when when he first left the show he was trying to distance himself from it and do other stuff and the whole mma thing and but that motherfucker kept coming back. Yeah. Like he, he was on how many different three or four different series of Power Rangers and not just, you know, yeah, he came back for some, some occasional episodes even then, but like he never went that long without being on Power Rangers again. So to me, I never understood that. Like, why are you trying to like, it's the thing you're, it's going to, and this is going to sound terrible now, uh, but <laughs> you'll probably laugh at it. It's going to be on his gravestone, dude. Like here yeah. lies Tommy, <laughs> Jason David Frank. He was Tommy from Power Rangers. Like that's, that is your thing. And I feel like all actors, when they get typecast in a role like that, kind of go through that same cycle of, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. I'm more than just that character. I want to do more than that. Like, my, one of my favorite little uh, 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 factoids, he, is, he has two autobiographies. 
first one is called I am not Spock. <laughs> this is called I am Spock. Yeah. Like that's just kind of what ha- happens with actors is like I don't want to be the cat and circle like no, you know what? Maybe it's not my best work. Maybe it's not what I'm proudest of, but it's what people know and love me for. Right. Let's just embrace that. People know me and they love me. Let's just go with that instead of lamenting what I wish I could have been with my career. Let's embrace I don't necessarily hold it against actors to be kind of ashamed of being on that weird kid show. I am, I think is weird. Like it was the number one show for years. Why would you down? Right. Like it was a like, rating juggernaut. You know, but like if I'm an actor and I just left Power, yeah. I just left Power Rangers season four and I want to become an actor now. That's going to be on my resume, you kid show, for like three years and to expand and do more stuff. What do you got for me? Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, Vulcan's Call. Uh, <laughs> like, they've never shied away from that. They've, they have always embraced and, and, and loved. Yeah. yeah the we're book and skull like they book conventions together and say yeah put our tables together don't put a table there just put us in a space together um bring in a couch get a couch <laughs> uh, yeah bring, bring the couch or forget the couch um but in in but like pretty brain kicks in and i'm like as soon as they hit the juice bar i'm like okay so we're playing fast with continuity here Vulcan Skull should be running the juice bar. Right. Like, and when it, the putties show up, that I was waiting for, for, for them to be like, ah, oh, not in my juice bar. But <laughs> Yeah, they, cool. they uh, should have been a part billboard of Billboard that they throw up cool, too, I guess. Uh, but yeah, the, my, but the whole point with that being like, there's, there's some, abs- some people not in this in their absence you can't ignore as much as they try to write around it. You can't ignore it. Yeah. Um, I, I like to pretend that bulk and skull like moved away and made something of themselves. (laughs) So they weren't around for the time of this. They're they're still in the, whatever lost galaxy. Yeah. They, they got stuck in Rita's space. Did they they get on the spaceship for that? I forgot. Yeah. I don't even know. I, I gave up on, power being a power rangers fan after the first like year was really tough as a kid um because everybody loved it for like the first year year and a half and then it like the bottom just like fell out i don't know if it was like that for you where when you were growing up but like around me like the first year it was like white hot and then after that like it was like night and day it just like fell off and like everybody was just like that's dumb <laughs> it definitely peaked with the movie which was what 94 95 yeah um and then like when zeo hit was when i was in that like i still want to watch because i'm invested in these characters <laughs> but yeah. like i don't want people to know i watch <laughs> yeah um that also corresponded to when we moved from um, Illinois to Iowa. And I was like, well, I don't want all the people here to know I'm a giant power engineer. So maybe we'll just keep that to ourselves. And then, yeah, everything after ZU, I pretty much tapped out on. Like, I remember, I remember distinctly, <laughs> I was curious enough to watch the Turbo movie. 
but not enough to go to the theater and see it. I waited oh, for man. it to come out on video so I could go to the rent the video store. And it was one of those things where like you'd swear I was trying to rent like a porn or something. <laughs> I got two other movies in sandwiched Power uh, yes. Rangers, Turbo Power Rangers movie in between them and slid them across the counter, like hoping they wouldn't really pay attention to what I was getting, even though Oh, it was like you know they had to scan it and then like, you know, like they they were gonna see what I was getting. Right. But uh, yeah, I was I was like <laughs> I was curious enough. I wanted to see the movie, but I didn't want people to know I wanted to see. The movie. You're like it's for my kid sister. Uh, yeah. It's not for that, me. That's... Like I <laughs> yeah. picture you as like Kevin McAllister at Home Alone when he's buying the army men, and he's like it's for the kids. Like you're in the video store and they're like, dude, Power Rangers Turbo, and you're like it's for the kids. <laughs> What? How did that get what? in there? What? What? Uh, you're not far off. I thought that Especially was... Especially if you see a picture of me at that age. The... I thought it was Mighty Muffin. The Kevin McAllister is pretty good. I thought it was Mighty Muffin <laughs> powder something, that's, something dirty. It's not... Um, yeah, that's not Power Rangers. Mighty Muff diving. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, I thought it was that. Aha, aha, aha. They're just like... Oh. Oh, jeez. Jeez, oh boy. Um, so yeah, but it was it was really cool to see a um a Power Rangers like a a a, a Power Rangers event that people got excited for. Uh, like on my social media everybody was all excited about it and um that that felt really good to see. Uh, mm-hmm. because you know too often now everybody gets so uh you know they're preemptively negative about stuff and uh everybody likes to shit on everything before they it even gets started and all of that so it was great to see like people were counting it down and um you know waiting for the premiere and like posting what time in your time zone it was going to happen and I can be there so it was nice to see. Yeah, I I know it did pretty well on Netflix. I hope I hope numbers are good because I would I would again I don't want to go back to what I wish it could have been. But like if this was like a five part miniseries, and we had more time to work in more like extended roles of certain people, and maybe it was a little bit longer of a shoot, or or uh, conversely we could have gotten certain people back for a shorter shoot. So just to have them in it somewhere, like that would have been cool. And I feel like the door is not totally closed on that idea. So hopefully it did well enough that Netflix is sort of like, well, maybe we'll put some money in and, and do another one of these down the road. Um, if certain people's legal issues clear up. <laughs> so what one person in particular uh, that needs to reclaim the throne, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Uh, and now, now there's no conflict because you know that they're not going to be on set together to fight. So, I know. I yeah. even felt bad yeah. as soon as I. I said mean, it. You're, you're you're not wrong. That's yeah. the sad part. No, uh, but we were all thinking it. You just said it. I, that's that's kind of my role is I'll say the stuff that people, other people just want to think. That's okay. Um, I understand. That's my lot. Um, but it, it's, I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I want to see more and I want to see them now that we've got kind of like this 
like initial introduction stuff out like it's out of the way we've got this one done i would like to see something else um that like i i wish that because i mean and i mean this is no offense because it was nice seeing some of these like real short cameos uh but i wish they would have just scrubbed those entirely and gotten like taken that money and and had bulk and skull come in or had you know somebody else come in um and and spend that money elsewhere because apparently money was a big part of the limitations on this and so like i get that you want to have as many people as possible but you know there's there's a there's a a right way or there's a good way and there's a less good way to to bring back some legacy characters and if you're going to do it that way you know like and i will i will die on this hill um gokinder i think did it the best where they they brought if you're going to have people for cameos the people that they brought had a very specific purpose to be there they showed up for their one or two scenes and then they were gone. And it felt like a lot of the stuff that they had was just kind of like, well, we did it so that we could say that Johnny Young Bosch was in it. And it's like, okay, well, yeah. like, why not? Why not do an, if, if you're, if you're able to do another one, then you can say, okay, well in this one, you know, something happens to Zach. And so you need to bring in Johnny young Bosch to be the black Ranger for that one. And then you can have him be more in it or whatever. Um, yeah. Or like, in, <clears throat> it, this felt very much like a pilot to me. Uh, like if I didn't know better, because again, the, and something we haven't really talked about yet is, is Trini's daughter. Um, has a, a whole sort of arc of, of becoming a ranger. Yeah. Um, and that was cool to see. And that was kind of fun to play with the legacy. Again, it felt sort of um, Phoebe and Ghostbusters Afterlife ish, I think is what they were going for. <clears throat> um, they didn't quite nail it as well as that, but it, it, it was cool uh, to see them incorporate that. It was interesting to see them canonize the off screen death of the character. Um, and and I liked how you know she didn't just pick up the morphine automatically become a ranger. She kind of had to earn it and, and learn what it means to be a ranger. <clears throat> that was cool. But again, at the end of this, it feels like okay, and now we're off to like the next adventure, right? That's what we're gonna do next. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do the next one. Uh, and they introduced the whole concept. Yeah, they introduced the whole concept of of making um like temporary power coins. Okay, um, if we're gonna do that like if we're already playing fast and loose with continuity work back in some zeo shit uh and you know you, you can have uh um walter jones and and johnny young bosch in the show at the same time and one of them you know the, the, walter jones can be the black mighty morphin he can go back to being was it green zeo or whatever yes yes he like, was yeah do a mighty morphin zeo team up like do the shit the fans would have loved to see back in the day that the show didn't because you know budget <clears throat> um and, and, and go crazy with it like i love the power ranger comics from um idw because they're doing that they're doing a lot of like <clears throat> they take the subject matter seriously and they 
you know, make characters and, and give them arcs and, and do cool wild things with like, they're, they're, they're separate now from whatever the TV show continuity was. So they can introduce new characters and new items. You know, they have a white Ranger and a green Ranger simultaneously in the comics yeah, because they, they, they wrote a way in to do that. Well, it, it, they're not both Jason, um, which is like, again, part of how they get around them. But like the comic does really cool stuff like that. It introduces a whole new team of, of Rangers, the Omega Rangers, which are, jason zach and trini the whole um uh youth peace conference was just a front uh they were out being another ranger team off planet for a while um like it introduces cool stuff like that and this show the special kind of dipped its toe in that a little bit that's cool keep doing that so yeah the comic book is is fantastic i dropped off um but they did some really really cool stuff and i need to find the time to get back into it because um yeah they they it started out and they were kind of like exploring predetermined like continuity stuff and explaining like how certain stuff happened and stuff that you didn't see on the show but like did happen and then now they've kind of branched off into other stuff which is fantastic sort of reminds me of of the first several seasons of Smallville where they kept, uh, oh, no, 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 this is going to tie into to Superman. This is going to tie into the, the Christopher Reeve Superman movie stuff. It's, it's all going to tie into that. And then by like season four or five, they're just like, yeah, fuck it. We're doing our own thing. Yeah. Uh, that's like the comic right. finally got to that point. Yeah. Uh, they're just like, no, we're, we're, we're our own timeline. We're our own continuity. We're going to do whatever we want. Cause we're going to tell cool stories. Uh, Cause it's a comic. We don't have to worry about budgets and stuff. So we can write whatever story we want, you know? And you get giant, you know, like Avengers Endgame moments like uh, Shattered Grid and stuff like that. Yeah. And then you get some really cool smaller character stuff. Like, we actually get to know who Zach and Trini and Zach and... I said Zach twice. Zach. <laughs> Zach and Zach and Zach and Trini. Yeah, and all the Zachs. Uh, you get to, like... Yeah, you get to know them as, like, people and characters. And they give them a third dimension. Stuff like that. They have a really cool yeah, storyline uh, um, where Tommy gets the White Ranger power. And like how, like what actually happens, like how he goes to get the white ranger power and like how he like meets Saba and all that stuff. And like, it's super cool. Um, but it's something that's like in the show, they're just like, yeah, we decided it was him. And he was in this back room and now he's a ranger. Yeah. Yeah. And weird me and Billy crawling through the air ducts because Despite being a weird futuristic yeah. space command center, it still has traditional air ducts like here on Earth. Hey, two words. Rad bug. Yeah, the rad bug. Uh, they brought that <laughs> shit back, and I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, that was weird. Well, it's the rad bug, too. Make it fly. Shut up. Oh, my God. Did they get Brian Cranston to come back as Snizzard? It's a question I, I have not looked up the answer. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't looked yeah. to see if he's a part of it. I think he might have been soured after the, the movie. Because I think that was like their one mm. shot to get him back into the franchise. And they kind of they kind of fumbled that one. Yeah, they sure blew it. Yeah, because they, they, like, I think we realized the moment because, you know, we had, like, we were on a show and we said, like, the guy had an interview that said, uh, this is the like we were already envisioning this as part one of a nine part series, and we were like, "This is dead in the water." Like, yep, at that moment, yeah, at that moment, it's dead. 
Like it's it's over. Um, like it's not going to happen when he says, "Yeah, this we see this." Like we've already we've already figured out where all the other eight movies are going to go. This is just the first step in in the nine part series. It was just like that. It's done. It's over. Forget it. Like it's it's not going to happen. And sure enough. Uh, well, I'm curious. I'm curious what because uh, Hasbro bought Power Rangers since then, yeah. and Hasbro wants to make more movies. So, I'm very curious to see how what direction they'll take that in and, and what they'll do with that. Yeah, the Power Rangers landscape at this point seemingly has not been brighter in a long time. It hasn't been this bright in a long time. So. It is curious uh, where where they're going to take it and what's going to happen and um, if they can stop making dipshit toy decisions and start making good decisions. <laughs> well, Taz, bro, that'll never happen. Yeah, did you see what they what they're doing with these uh, with these the the new toys, like the definitive edition toys? Which new toys? So they they showcase these. I like, look, I. No, go ahead. Before, go ahead. B- b- before I tell you what's going to happen, I want, I want, I want your thoughts. <laughs> I stopped buying Power Ranger toys a long time ago, and like, I'm not a big action figure guy, but I, even it, the little bit I keep up with it, my head spins because I feel like every three to five years there's a new Power Rangers line of toys, and they all go back to Mighty Morphin again. It's like, how many times am I supposed yeah. to rebuy the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in a six inch scale? Because now it's the Lightning Collection, and now yeah. it's the whatever collection. Like, stop. The Lightning Collection is great because they are in scale with the Plasma Series Ghostbusters toys. Okay. Uh, if there ever was a hook to get you interested in the Lightning Collection, that's what it is. <laughs> um, because, because, yeah, I have the Plasma Series of the Ghostbusters and all that stuff, and I bought the Power Rangers stuff, which is in scale, and the um, the... Mattel or not the Mattel the uh, yeah I think it's the Mattel the Walter Peck is in scale with everything so <laughs> he's kind of like my middleman where he's like the government representative representative that like keeps them both in line does, keeps both teams in line does he just he's walking to the power chamber shut this off shut yeah this he's, off. he's just like what is all this this is not regulated show me your forms where you're, you're like where's you're your leeching license? off the angel girl power grid yeah he's like the power grid like can't handle this what are you doing and and so like yeah like um they have uh like all the monsters and so like king sphinx shows up and he's like ghostbusters go get him and they're like we don't know what the fuck to do with this and then the power rangers show up and he's just like who are you where where do you have licenses for these swords and these cannons that you shoot how you're underage yeah and you're driving dinosaurs what is happening so yeah, he he's kind of like the middle guy that like you know getting a coronary every week cuz he just can't can't fathom what's happening um but so they've announced like the um like the like the 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 definitive edition whatever they've called them like the ultimate definitive whatever edition and it's like the 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 rescanned heads because that was the problem is like with the initial lightning collection some of the heads are not that great like um the billy head looks more like austin powers um once you see it, you can't unsee it. Um, like the Jason head's okay, but like you know the the 
Amy Joe Johnson head is terrible. So like they've rescanned them. All the heads look really, really good now. But here's what they did. This is these are supposedly like they're saying like this is if there's people like you who are like, I don't want to keep buying all these different versions of this toy. They're like, this is like the one and only if you're going to buy one Ranger, buy them from this set. This is like the definitive set, right? So they give you the Red Ranger has the dragon shield with the removable arm cuffs and the green ranger does not come with the shield. What? But it's supposed to be like the definitive version. So what? you buy you buy the green one and it's like the green ranger with no shield and no armbands. It looks just like, you know, a regular ranger just green. And you're just like, "No, so you have to buy if you want the green one, you have to buy the green one and the red one because the red one has the, all the shield stuff. So it's just, it's really frustrating. So that's the kind of good decision-making we can expect from their movie series. Here, here's my question for, for Hasbro. Cause I don't buy action figures, but you know what I do love to buy, Chris. What do you love to buy? Big ass props. Yeah, you do. Explain to me how a plastic prop of the Red Ranger power sword costs just as much, if not more, than some fucking lightsabers. Yeah. Big bad toy store. $220 for the power sword. If that was a real metal sword. That'd be one thing, yeah. But no. Plastic. <laughs> the whole thing is plastic. Uh, well... Yeah, there's, there's, I, I could talk about how Stormbreaker didn't cost as much as that. Sorry, I just like, I don't, I don't, because they're the same people, you know, the, the Power Ranger Lightning collection and the, the, uh, Marvel, was it Black Series props oh, yeah. are all made by the same company. Yeah. And, and, and Marvel made it a point for a while anyway to keep everything at or under a hundred dollars. Um, Stormbreaker costs a little more than that because it's a lot more plastic than that, but I gave it, you know, okay, cool. It was like 130 ish. So again, if Stormbreaker, Breaker, you know the big axe from the last several Thor movies is retails for like 130, 140. Why is the power sword 220? Yeah, that makes no sense. Um, I'm looking to upgrade, but not for that much, y'all. Well, and and uh, like Mattel is just as bad because they're they've gotten into the the crowdfunding now. And no, here's here's the thing: like their current crowdfund is about to fail. Like it, it, it's it, it ends on the fifth and it's gonna fail because they're only about. What are they crowdfunding now? So here's what it is. I'm gonna tell you what it is and then I'm gonna tell you the price point and you're it's it's gonna blow your balls off because you're not gonna be able to believe it. This is gonna be okay. like you're you're gonna be like you're gonna be shocked. So it is the entrance stage of WCW Monday Nitro. And it has, like, the big WCW letters, and, like, it's to scale with their ring and their toys. And so the crowdfund is if they get 5,000 people to back it, it, the stage gets made, and you get two toys. If you And every 2,000 people extra that back it, you unlock another toy up to five toys in total. Stretch so, goal. Yeah, so there's stretch goals. Okay. All like, so you get... Like, you get the stage, you get Rey Mysterio and Scott Steiner, which is, it, that that's the, the first Scott Steiner that they would make. 
as... I was going to say, are these, are these like exclusive versions of like, is this like an exclusive Rey Mysterio you can only get with this set or is it just a repaint of Rey Mysterio? It, it's, it's their version, like their, their top tier version of their toys are called the ultimate collection. And they've got okay. like butterfly shoulder joints and like articulated toes and shit. Like they're really, really high quality, okay. but like, um, so like, they're they're only releasing so many a year, so like it, it's harder to get some of these characters. So like the Rey Mysterio is is like all of them are exclusive to the set. Um, like especially in this deck in, in the decos that they've got, but like they've said that they're not gonna make these characters that look like this outside of the set. So if you want them, you have to back it. So you to get the set. That to make it like if, if the set gets made, you get the stage, you get a Rey Mysterio, and you get a Scott Steiner at five thousand. At seven thousand backers, you get a Diamond Dallas Page. At nine thousand backers, you get an Ultimate Warrior in jeans, and then at eleven thousand, you get a Hulk Hogan, which they've made like fifty million of. So that's there's that Ultimate Warrior in jeans, yeah, from like the worst era of Ultimate Warrior. Exactly, yeah, ex- friggin' exactly. So everybody's like. When I think of WCW, I think of, like, Ric Flair, Booker T, um, Arn Anderson. I think of, like, Sting, which they can't do Sting because they, they can't make a Sting because he's with the other company. But Lex Luger, uh, you've got a bunch of people that you could make that they're not making. So that's also kind of frustrating because it's like, we have 50 million Rey Mysterios. Like, there's two Rey Mysterios that are retail available right now. Um, there's... Um, like Scott Steiner's exclusive. Sir, 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 I will do you one better. All right, I was at the freaking flea market here in Lexington. Oh, no. on Saturday, this past Saturday, and I can't tell you how many Ray Mysterios I yeah. found for like five bucks. Yeah, there, and it's like it just it makes us okay. So, so the stage and okay the two toys, which is all you're going to be guaranteed to get because they need five thousand people to make it. It's been up for a month, and they have like twenty one hundred people, so like shit's not getting made like it's barely uh, it's okay. not even half does 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 the stage light up or have any sound effects, or is it just like a molded piece of plastic that looks like the stage entrance no it's got like it's got like Oh, it's got a ton of like it, they say it's got like a hundred something little LEDs, and you can like move okay. them around like they did on the actual stage. Like it's a okay. pretty it's a pretty accurate depiction of the stage. Like they did a really good job on it. The thing's friggin' massive. It's like three feet across. Like it's 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 ridiculous. It's it's huge. Um, this is like their Jabba's sail barge kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's it's like the it's be like a coffee table. It's like the what is what what the what was the GI Joe one like the USS flag like? Oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. like the big it's like the aircraft carrier. So like it's huge. It's not really three feet across. It's yeah. probably like two feet across. Like it, it's it's pretty big though. Like it's massive. It's to scale with the six. It's a six inch scale like the toy to the six inch toys. So okay. So here's okay. your price point, and here's where they fucked up. Because there was a definite moment where they fucked up. So, this like with no shipping, no anything included with that base price that you need to pledge four hundred dollars. Get fucked. And then $400? an extra dollars. Yeah, and then an extra eighty nine dollars for shipping. Um, 
So here's here's where they here's where they here's where they fucked themselves though. Because first of all, that ridiculously overpriced. They last yep. year they had a um, a like the entrance for the new generation, which is like that one that you always see that's like the rainbow, um, like the neon rainbow um, entrance, and that and like two or three toys and ring skirts and stuff it, and, and a ring was one fifty. And so now this one's 400. And so, but here's what they did. They didn't account for, like, they didn't do any um, uh, exchange rates for international buyers. Oh, God. So international buyers, they just put, like, it's $400 plus shipping. They just put 400 whatever your country is. So, like, some countries, it's like $700. (sighs) Because they're they just like they were just like they don't give a shit like they're just like this is how much it is it's it, it's four hundred you know pounds or whatever and so like international people are like there's no way we could pay six hundred seven hundred dollars for this stage so like they have no international support which is what's killing them it, it my <laughs> yeah. brain can't form words like. You can't even just say like, "Oh man, all that company cares about is money," because they screwed that up too. Yeah, yeah. Like, holy shit! Yeah, it's it's wild. Like, wow. how this happened? Because, like, they they teased. They were like, they teased like the WCW, like the Monday Nitro logo, and they were like, "The next crowdfunding is coming soon." And it was like, "All right, so they're doing something Nitro related." Okay, so I feel like it's going to be like, and then they picked. The total wrong toy choice, way overpriced. International buyers are getting screwed. There's no way. There's just no way. It's just another another thing that's uh, as our this topic has turned into. What the fuck is wrong with toys? Uh, yep. Because that's where this show goes, man. Yeah, like the because that's that's kind of what it is. Is like toys now. First of all, like I I vividly remember being a kid. And like the 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 Star Wars toys, they were like four ninety nine. The yep. wrestling toys four ninety nine. And now it's like you you go in and you find any toy that you you're even remotely interested in on a store shelf nineteen ninety nine. And it's like that's cheap. Yeah, like they're not that much, but like I saw. Aren't, uh, oh, go ahead. Isn't the Marvel? legend stuff i'll go into like 34.99 now yeah this stuff is ridiculous they're doing the the non-plastic packaging so i hate that shit box you can hate that figure you're getting before you buy it yeah so if somebody buys it and then switches it out and brings it back you're never gonna know until you buy it or if some kid dropped it and kicked around and you you open your figure and like his arm fell off because they don't because manufacturing is shit nowadays for toys um yeah like i mean granted I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound like, oh, yeah, it's John. The best thing I've seen for kids for a while is the Ghostbusters Afterlife toys. And hear me out. I'm not just saying that because Ghostbusters. But they knew. We have two very different audiences that are going to buy toys for Ghostbusters. We have the old motherfuckers who've been watching since they were kids, and they've got more money to spend, and they want six-inch scale, super articulated, yeah. super realistic, actor-likeness, all that kind of stuff. And then we have kids. Like the 12 and under crowd, 
who were going to see the movie because mom and dad took them to see it. And hopefully they're going to like it and they're going to want to get home and play Ghostbusters. So there was a whole separate line. There was the was it the Plasma series yeah. was for us, the, the adult nerds. And then there was, I forget what it's called, but there was another line that was just for kids. They went back to like the five POA, like three and a quarter inch scale figures. They had the guys, you know, Ray, Peter, Winston, Egon. They also had the new Ghostbusters, the kids. They had Phoebe and Lucky and Podcast and I'm forgetting somebody. Um, they had them. They had the Ecto. They had the chair that popped out with a, like a, you know, a spring-loaded cannon on it. They had the the proton pack and the 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 uh, the wand that came in two different scales at two different price points because you could buy the if you could find it you could buy the whole pack and the basic wand for like twenty five bucks altogether, or you could upgrade and get like the thirty five dollar electronic wand. Like they really catered to trying to serve two audiences at once. Uh, I don't know how sales did for that. Uh, I'm seeing people posting that all this stuff is at Ollie's Bargain Outlet now, so apparently none of it sold very well. But like that was that's how toy lines should be. If yeah. you're just making action figures for 35 year olds, well, because here's the thing about it is is the 35 year old people that buy toys like that will bitch nonstop about what's wrong with them. And I know I just did well, that, but while they buy six of them, because right? scalping yeah yeah well, well like like they're gonna go just on a rant and nitpick about how uh, well this just looks terrible because it, the glasses should be silver instead of gray and you're like what the fuck does that even mean like i don't even understand what you're saying i know that those are words but i don't get it and hey guys i'm here at target as soon as the store opens we're gonna go hound some 14 year old about why they haven't stocked the shelves yet because internet told me wrestling figures are gonna be out today oh my god let me tell you something when i was department manager of toys i i i made enemies with the fucking hot wheels crowd like Uh, don't even get me started uh, on these hot wheels they're even worse like the the hot wheels people are the worst toy buying group ever what's what's the median age of the hot wheels toy collectors it's got to be like over 40 by oh now, yeah right? it's like it's like 44 45 and okay, okay like there was a guy who legit and he, he oh he pissed me off so bad because here's here's the thing like you, you scan at, at at the walmarts's uh you have the little device that will you scan the barcode and it will tell you that you have like x number on the floor and then x number in the back if any and so this guy, he, okay. he he would come in every day. Like it was his quote unquote job that every day he would hit every store in 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 the area, and then he would go to like um, he would go to a couple places in Tennessee, and like he like his his thing was he would try and find all these Hot Wheels so that he could resell them, and yep. he the mistake that that somebody made is they scanned one of them and they told him that we have X number in the back. And so then that's all he wanted. Every day he would come in and he would be like, he would look on the shelves and then he'd go, yeah, can you go and check the back and see if you have this one or this one? And like, I don't know if you know what the Walmart stock for Hot Wheels is, but like in the back, it's always like you have 280 and they're all just like shoved into a box with no rhyme yeah. or reason, like put somewhere. And like it will tell you like what bay it is in the back, but like good luck sifting through all that shit because odds are somebody's stacked four boxes on top of it, 
three boxes in front of it and then moved it somewhere and not updated the the device. So you're looking around and you're like, I have no idea where any of this stuff is. But this guy's like, I know you got 273 back there. So, um, yeah, the, the guy scanned it yesterday and said, yeah, 273. So um, I didn't see what I was looking for out here. Can you go back and look for that? And it's like, no, no, I can't. I mean, I can, but I won't. That's the better yeah, statement. I dude, won't. Let me tell you, in Kentucky, bourbon shoppers are not any better. Gosh, why are people this I used way? To get, I used to get at least two dozen people a day coming in the liquor store looking for whatever random ass fucking bourbon did a special release today. Because there's 95 billion goddamn distilleries now, and they all have some kind of specialty thing, and it's all crazy expensive and super limited, and all these assholes think they're bourbon experts and want to grab it. And they come down to my little Kroger store, and they, they think, oh, well, maybe they'll have some. They're like, ah, nope, never even heard of that. You never heard of that? Nope, sure haven't. Don't have any. Well, can you scan it and check the back room? If I don't have it, how can I scan it? Right. Like, yeah, it, it's gonna, it's not going to, like, there's nothing to scan. The back room at my liquor store was literally a goddamn closet. There was more room behind the checkout counter than in my back room. Yeah, people don't no, really I don't have it in the back room. Like people think that there's like a second store in the back where like you keep all the good stuff where they're like, I know you I know it's back yep. there. And it's like, no, it's not back there. You know what's back there? All the shit nobody wants. Or that somebody Our store was allowed to keep Yeah. yeah. Like, like, like somebody ordered 60 instead of six of one thing. And so all of the six are out on the shelf and the rest of the 54 that they bought that they, they ordered because we don't have room for them are back there. That's it. It's going to sit there forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or the stuff somebody dropped or the leftover right. bottle from a random tasting that they haven't poured out yet. And there's fruit flies everywhere. Um, yeah, no, we were we were allowed to keep four percent of our total inventory as backstock. Four percent. That's it. It's like I guarantee you that four percent uh, is not what you want. Yeah. Uh, but no, like, and literally, like, you, it got to the point where you could spot them as soon as they walked in. Like, yeah, this person's not going to buy anything. I'd be in there by myself, putting truck up, and I'd see one of them. Walking, I hear the door open, and I look up to the front, say, "Hey, how's it going?" And I see one of them, and it's like, "Oh, they're not gonna fucking buy." Anything. No, they're gonna touch everything. Watch them walk out five minutes later. Yeah, yep. they're, like, they're, they're gonna or touch the, all the bottles. Hey, and then do you guys have any? Ugh. Or my favorite question: Do you know if you're gonna get? Yeah, oh. I'll know when the truck gets here. Right. When's the truck get here? I get trucks Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <sighs> Friday. Usually not on Saturday. Rarely ever on a Sunday. Sometimes on a Monday if it's a holiday or something. Uh, but yeah, when do they show up? Sometime between whenever the fuck they get here and whenever they leave. Yeah. Well, and in some cases, when it got really bad during the pandemic, uh, <laughs> I'd get one truck a week if I was lucky. Jeez. Because there was a, for I don't know, at least in Lexington, there was a huge driver shortage during the pandemic. Uh, we had a couple beer deliveries that just got canceled, flat out got canceled. Nice. Like, uh, truck's not coming. Uh, we'll get to you next week, maybe. They're just like, nah, we're not doing it. Can't do it. For for like three months, uh, the guy who was delivering stuff to us was the regional vice president. Wow. That's how short they were on driving. Good for him, though. For like, like, well, I started driving a truck, so yeah. I'm driving a truck now. Like, good for him for rolling his sleeves yeah. up and like getting it done. 
I respect like, that work ethic. He's like, he's like, if product doesn't get to customers, there's no reason for any of us to have jobs. So, right, yeah. No, it's, yeah. I respect the hustle. And he was the best driver I had in years. Because <laughs> the jackasses they hired to replace him. Anyway, whole different rant. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, the, the Hot Wheels, the adults, yeah. yeah I, oh, I, Hot, I, Wheels, I Hot Wheels people are the worst. And uh, yeah, so hated them always. But yeah, toys are too damn expensive nowadays. Yeah, and they're they're not not any better. Like expensive. Well, and like they're they they feel cheaper. Like I feel like I'm gonna break a damn thing now. Uh, Like I feel like I'm gonna break something by holding it, and like that's not 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 the premium that I'm paying for. Bullshit. I'll tell you what is cool nowadays though with toys. I'm going to steal a line from uh, from Retro Blasting on YouTube. Uh, fans are doing the best work uh, with the advent of 3D printing. Yeah. You can get some dope-ass fan-designed, fan-printed, fan-built toys of stuff that uh, like you, you and I could talk Ghostbuster props all day. Cause, yeah. You know, I just got my PKA meter last week. Dude, how it. awesome is that, um, by the but way? But I know for a fact there's... It's so pretty. It's <laughs> everything I ever wanted as a six-year-old, uh, and I'm <laughs> years old now, and it's even better. Um, as soon as I saw he had him in stock on his store, I was like, "Buy now, buy right now." Yeah, just wait until uh, I. Uh, and now I I'm show you. him to get more. Yeah, just wait till I show you that trap. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, that thing looks gorgeous on the on his website. Yeah, like um, it is. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, so great. I want the full set. I want that. Yeah, want, now I'm like I want all the toys I didn't get when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Well, you're right. The the advent of 3D printers and those becoming more and more affordable is a complete game changer. And and what's great about it is because it's done by fans, they're doing the things that they know fans have always wanted. Um, there's a there's a couple um, guys who do like Star Wars toys and stuff. And it started with just like, hey, I'll I'll 3D print the Han Solo blaster that everyone lost when they were a kid. Yeah. Here you can buy for whatever it is. And then, you know, they got pushed back on that because of the, the repro crowd and all that shit. I don't care about any of that. But, like, they've started doing stuff now where, like, um, the Battlestar Galactica toys came out when, when they hit in the 80s. They were in, like, two or three different scales. The, the fighters, like, the actual vehicles were in one scale. The action figures were in a completely different non-compatible scale. It was wonky as hell. Uh, rather than doing everything to like, you know, the, the Star Wars G.I. Joe three and three quarter scale that was kind of like universal back in the 80s, they just made shit up. So uh, there are people now who make the um, the Colonial Viper and the Cylon Raider, the spaceships to the three and three quarter inch scale. Oh, that's awesome. So like it fits in line with like your vintage Star Wars stuff. Uh, there's a guy we're working on one now who, and again, I don't buy toys, but I might buy this one. <laughs> Um, have you ever watched the movie The Last Starfighter? Uh, it's been a while, but yeah. Okay, so kid grows up in a trailer park playing a, an arcade game that's like, you know, you're you're flying a spaceship. And then one day he, he finds out that this arcade game is actually a recruiting tool um, for this galactic uh, uh, um, like military to recruit new starfighters. And he gets recruited in to actually go off into space and be a starfighter. Awesome movie. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um Fun fact was directed by the guy who played Michael Myers. <laughs> True story. Look it up. Uh, anyway, sorry, way off topic. 
they never made toys for that. And this guy is working on the guy who made these scaled Battlestar Galactica ships is working on the Gunstar, the main ship from uh, Last Starfighter in the Star Wars three and three quarter scale. Um, and it looks awesome. That's super cool. But like, that's the kind of stuff that that these people that are making is like the things that like, I'm a fan. What did I always want but never got? I can make that now. Yeah, and I can make that and sell it to other fans and make money off it and keep making more stuff that fans always. This is this is the shit that like as a toy company. I don't understand like what goes through these people's minds where the, the the decisions they make where they try to like do a um not a Kickstarter but like a, a fan backing for the 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 Ghost Rider Hell Charger car. And it was supposed to be like four hundred bucks for a, a car. Yeah, that's and dumb. It failed miserably. Of course it did. And yeah, and, and then like right, well, right on its heels, McFarlane Toys just put out the '89 Keaton Batmobile, which was like under a hundred dollars. See, yeah, that's. I just I don't get why when you turn on the TV and it's like everybody's you know scaling back jobs and the economy's in the toilet and they're like let's put out a four hundred dollar toy. Like disposable income is not at its peak right now. Yeah, probably should have tried that a couple years ago. But uh, I tell you, yeah, we were all um, locked in our houses and had nothing to do. Right, and everybody <laughs> that was, was. That's the perfect time to try to fund that. They were trying to find all their Pokemon cards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'll, I'll tell you. Like, furthermore, <laughs> why the? Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, sorry. Go ahead. No, like I. I'll tell you another movie that I saw um, that that in the in the vein of the the last Starfighter. You're gonna be like, I guarantee you, yeah. this is one that you've seen like years ago. But I'm just now seeing okay. it because uh, everybody's everybody's like praising um, Shutter and Tubi and all these places for horror. But dude, I found like the my my new favorite horror spot in the world. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a streaming channel and it's like it's not like an a la carte it's like a tv channel that like they just play these like a live stream yeah like they just play these obscure uh 70s and 80s and 90s like low budget horror movies and they interlace those with like old commercials and movie trailers and stuff of the time Ooh. it's called uh like that you, you can watch, yeah like you can stream it online or they have like a they have a like a, a roku channel that you can download but it's american horrors and if you go to americanhorrors.net hmm. it has like a just a 24 7 stream that you can watch but they played um like so koran got me into this uh got me into doing letterboxd and like documenting the movies oh, okay. that I watch. So like every time a movie comes up on there that I've never seen on American Horrors, I'll I'll log it on Letterboxd. So I can go back and like one yesterday, yesterday was a banner day for them because they played like five movies that I've never seen before. Like one of them where this guy um He's he's a he's an escapee from Alcatraz and he goes back because there's um this tre like a key to a treasure that they've hidden but it's still on Alcatraz. So like he's going back and like he's trying to go through the tour to find it and this group of um thirty somethings that are supposedly teenagers are 
that go in there to party. <laughs> and so he starts offing them one by one as he's trying to find the key to this like bank lockbox to get the 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 like the millions that were hidden. And like dude, it is phenomenal. Like they show a bunch of these like 60s, 70s, 80s like European horror movies that like I've never friggin' heard of. But I'll watch them, and it's incredible. They had one that was, uh, it had um, uh, Michael Moriarty playing him and his twin brother that had, like, this psychic connection. The guy from The Stuff, um, like, the the main yeah. character from The Stuff. Yeah, he was he was his own twin, and the, the twin was the one that was doing, like, all the murdering, but he had, like, this psychic link where he could see through his brother's eyes. Dude, it was the shit. And so, like, they, they're just playing all these great movies, and then they show, like, all these old, like, anti-smoking PSAs and then, like, old, like, <laughs> horror movie horror movie trailers. But the one that I saw uh, that, like, now that I've seen it, and you're going to be like, oh, shit, yeah, I've seen that, like, and it's great. But Deep Star 6. And I've, I'd never seen it. And they played Deep Star 6. And it was like the greatest thing. They played this one that was like alien, but it was on an oil rig. Which was fucking awesome. Dude. Like, uh, this channel. Deep Star 6 came oh. out. Oh, it's everything. It, in the same year, Deep Star 6, Leviathan, and uh. Cameron's The Abyss all came out in one year. <laughs> Yeah, Deep Star Six was it was the awesome. year of underwater. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. If you enjoyed that, I recommend. Uh, if you've never seen Leviathan, um, you're doing yourself a disservice because it is a complete knockoff of Alien, but underwater. But it has RoboCop and Winston Zedmore and and um, um, uh, crap, Ralph the 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 Wet Bandit. Oh uh, yeah, and I'm probably forgetting somebody. Uh, yeah, just a crazy awesome cast of like what they're in this, what they're in this. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, yeah, like they've they've oh my god, like they've been playing such good stuff. They've played um, uh, William Shatner in a movie about killer spiders, which was Kingdom of the Spiders. Yes, they played Kingdom of the Spiders. Uh, incredible, incredible. I love that you know that also, by the way. Like, I just I love that you know that. Um, yeah, like they've oh my god, like they've played so many good things that like I love this channel. Like my ultimate goal is to get cuz like it's run by like basically one guy and I really want to I really want to like have him on an episode and just talk to him about like all this stuff. Um yes. Because the it, like this stuff is just crazy. Um make some recommendations. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, oh, uh, the intruder within is the one. It's uh, it's a made for TV. Um, I described it as one fourth the okay. thing and three fourths aliens or alien uh, on an oil rig. Um, it's basically Don't um, tell me it was a good time, right? Yeah, it's uh, when drillers on an offshore oil rig dredge up several prehistoric eggs. One man is attacked by what appears to be an unidentified deep sea creature protecting them. Soon, strange symptoms and behaviors become apparent among the crew, and one of the creatures grows to adult size. Uh, so, if you're interested, what's it called? It's called the Intruder Within. Intruder Within, and it's it's 
it's amazing. It's exactly what you think of when I say it's a made-for-TV alien ripoff, but on an oil rig. Oh, man, that box art alone. <laughs> right? So, like... Man, John, uh, I'm with a 10-year-old John would have gravitated right to this. And, like, tour. so apparently at, um, um, uh, on one of the Joe Bob nights, they played this, um, like, Phantom of the Mall like Eric's revenge something. Yes. So about two yep. weeks before they did that, they showed that on American horrors. And that was, okay. cause I, I saw it and I was like, what the, f-? like, this is fucking weird. And then like uh, within two weeks I saw on Twitter, uh, Joe Bob and uh, Darcy, the mail were like, yeah, we played, we played that Eric's revenge phantom of the mall. And I was like, I just saw that. <laughs> so like that's the kind of like like that's the level of stuff there was one yesterday where it was like this guy um bought a like a, a a 50s theater and is like revamping it building it back up but there's a, a guy who's been living in the theater that's been killing people and so as he's trying to build this theater back up this guy's killing all of the, all of the crew that's helping bring it back to life. And like, dude, like they just play the stuff that is like, it speaks to my soul because it's like shitty slashers and like, like creatures in a confined space. They played one today that was, um, it was everybody on a boat and George Kennedy was, uh, was in it, but it was like this cat that was, it was like this, genetically modified cat that was killing people and it was just like absurd and i loved every second of it and now it's this has just become a plug for i'm telling you that, that's <laughs> well that's, that's it's part of what i love about shutter is is shutter still has uh there's three live streams going on 24 7 where you can just turn on shutter and put it on the live stream and that you know they, they try to recreate that feeling of like you and uh tony describe as catching a movie in the wild yes it's my favorite thing of just channel surfing and stumbling across a, and it's like oh what the, what is this what is it yeah. what, what the hell is going on in this movie oh i gotta watch now uh try to recreate that feeling and i love that when like when you know you know me i'm a big joe bob fan uh but i love people so many people complain when like oh what this movie i've never heard this before it's really gonna suck but me i'm like awesome i've never even heard of this before let's do this like right excited when it's a movie i've never seen before uh, uh on joe bob because not only do i get to see something i've never seen before um it might suck it might be amazing but i know joe bob and darcy are going to be there to help me get through it whether it's a bad movie and they've got to kind of prop my energy back up a little bit or it's a great movie and they're just going to get me even more into it like uh um I had never seen Reanimator before. Oh, the so good, Joe Bob. Um, yeah, and literally, I watched it two or three times because they, they did the original marathon, and then they went the whole marathon at one point was up streaming. I watched that two or three times just because it was on Shutter, and then finally I was like, "No, we have to own this." Uh, <laughs> and, and, and bought the the was it Criterion Blu-ray, yeah, or Era Video, Wh- whoever did the most recent Blu-ray. I, I bought that. Um, like. Th- Joe Bob and and it sounds like this American Horror Channel is very much in the same vein. It's like I love discovering something that like I never knew this existed. But again, like the, the one you just said, Treated Within, I'm already looking for a copy. Yeah, because uh, oh, it looks it sounds awesome. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> um, it's 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 exactly what you think it is and exactly what you hope for. 
And then, yeah, like, I love the fact that, like, oh, yeah, they'll play a movie, and, like, I do, the first thing I do immediately is I go to the IMDb, and I look up um, the the content warning, because I want to see if there's boobs in it, and um, I also (laughs) want to see, like, I want to see what, like, like what what people think about it and stuff like that but like some of them are winners some of them are terrible there's one that uh, i rated like one and a half stars because it's just terrible but like it's so fun because like there was a while and this shows you how how small my world is that i thought i was like "Ah, i've seen all of these like 80s 70s and 80s slashers and stuff that are worth seeing because nobody talks about any of these and so, like, I'm watching this channel, and here comes a movie that I'm like, what the hell is this? And I pull it up, and I'm like, this sounds awesome. And it might be awesome. It might be horrible. But, like, nobody, like, one of them that I reviewed on Letterboxd had four reviews, and that's it. And so I'm like, nobody really sees these, so nobody really talks about them. But, man, some of them are so much fun. I got to talk to this guy from American Horrors. I got to. I gotta yeah, talk to him. Please let me know if you get him on the show. Like, I gotta reach out to him. I'd love to. I'd love to join in on that. I might. I might. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And I might message him on LinkedIn. Uh, that's becoming like the new, the new way to get people is LinkedIn. So I gotta, okay. I gotta, I gotta LinkedIn message him and, um, um, because like this guy kept like showing up in all their promos, and I'm like, who is this guy? Is he like a musician? Is he somebody like that I should know? And I looked him up, and finally, it's like. He runs American Horrors, and I was like, "Oh, he's the guy." So, all right. Um, well, that makes sense. Yeah every every week they have a um, a an Irish horror podcast um, that will do an episode, which is awesome. Um, it, it's like it's just like it's my favorite thing that I've found, just because I'm just like, it's it's. It's like what I wanted. I wish we had a TV channel like that when I was a kid because I would have watched all this shit when it was new. Um, but now it's like, and it's yeah. all like VHS quality. Like it's all real shit quality. Like there's some points where like you're watching a movie and like the tracking bars go through. And it's just like, it just feels like you're, you know, like you're in in the basement watching a, a crappy old VHS copy of this tape um it just it feels so old school and i love it it's just it's got such a vibe to it as the it. kids say yeah as, 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 as the kids would say that's a whole vibe dude. it is um no that's i love that and i love like again the, the movie <laughs> the shooter within because i'm obsessed with it um i'm about to spend 34 dollars on a vhs oh copy. wait first, um, first that's the kind of thing that before you do that, check and see if the whole copy's what? on YouTube. That's the way to do it. Like you look up Intruder Within, no, 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 whatever no, no, no. year it is, because a, a rip I don't of it. Want my first time to be sullied like that. I want. Oh. <laughs> Cause see, now I'm like, I'm I want to know if boobies are coming because the tracking suddenly gets all off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you want to see, that's one... how we communicated back before digital kids. We, that's we, true. We, we would wear out the VHS by pausing it. So if your yeah. movie started to, uh, um to 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 get all out of out of sync or or start getting all not faded the tracking lines yeah you knew boobies were coming that's so right pause the tape at this next spot a lot that's true that's true it was a universal code where you're like oh it's about to get good guys hang on he was like oh thanks dude who rented this last yep and wore that shit out apparently now i feel weird um 
<laughs> yeah, no, no. Now I'm afraid that you're going to buy it and you're going to be well, like. Well, you don't make eye contact. No, you never do. I'm afraid you're going to buy it and be like, dude, I spent $35 on it and it was shit. Um, so now I'm afraid. <laughs> like, no, YouTube at first. Um, but man, no, like it's, there's, there's just so much stuff that's just fun to discover on that channel. And like, so I'll just have it on his background. Um, but the, the problem that they have is like, they'll show like the same five or six movies each day. They'll just kind of rotate them. Like they'll rotate the order. And Mm -hmm. then, so like this week they'll play pretty much all the same stuff. And then next week they'll introduce like a couple new ones and they'll flip the rotation and stuff. But like, oh my gosh, they play this great commercial, uh, for this, uh, clothing brand that's no longer around it's Tokyo sportswear and they it's like a bunch of these pretty boys go into this haunted house for some reason like all of the commercials are like halloween themed or like they have like uh they have a bunch of like stuff that has frankenstein in it and like dracula so like all the universal monsters show up and make appearances in these old commercials then there's like the weird peewee herman crack psa and then it goes back to another movie and you're just like god i could i could I could gush about that channel all day, so I'm going to stop. But, um, my God, like, yeah, AmericanHorrors.net. They're not even paying me to plug it, but, like, I'm I'm hooked. I, I have the – I got it set up on my Fire Stick, so I'm able to just, like, watch it on the Fire Stick. And, like, every morning I come upstairs, I flip open the work laptop, and I turn on American Horrors, and I just wonder what's going to be on, and it's, like, the most exciting thing. I got problems, man. <laughs> no, dude. Um, I'm, <laughs> I am right there with you. Uh, I discovered Pluto TV a while back. Yes. Yes. It's kind of the same thing. It's just it's, it's just a collection of like basically live streaming channels. They have an so Unsolved like, Mysteries um, channel, which is the shit. Yeah. And that's all it is. It's just it's the Unsolved Mysteries 24-7. Yes. Yesterday um, they played the uh, the yeah. one that's the um, – the my, one of my favorite – I have I have two – unsolved mystery stories that are my favorites and um besides the jeepers creepers story it's the one where uh the the it's the minnesota Iceman where the guy at like the he does like the touring fairs and he has uh supposedly the missing link in a block of ice and they played that one yesterday and it was so awesome and the other one is the one that scared the shit out of me which was this um canadian couple stopped at a rest stop and they went, uh, they were in like an RV. They had retired. And uh, so they were sleeping in the RV at night and like uh, at the at the rest area. And at like two in the morning, this guy beats on the door and is like, this is the police. You got to move your RV. And when they open the door, it's a guy with a gun and he shoots the wife, tries to shoot the husband who rolls under the RV to hide. The guy goes out after him. Another car comes into the rest area, so the guy just stands in the way of the car and shoots him and then gets in his van and drives off. So the husband is underneath the RV and lives, and the guy is was never found. And it like the way they shoot the reenactment scares the shit out of me even to this day. And they play that one too. And so sometimes I'll be like, I'll turn it on and I'm like, I wonder what episode they're playing. And it's like that guy. And he's like, so we pulled over to the rest area and I'm like, oh, fuck, it's this one. 
and I watch it every time, but it scares Can't the shit. My childhood drama. Yeah. Oh no, because I remember watching that one when I was a kid, and I was up later than I was supposed to be, and I watched it, and it scared the shit out of me, and I couldn't sleep. Because I was like, I was a dumb kid because I was like, I live in Maine. Maine is close to Canada. That guy is still out there. He could have come to Maine and kill me. He could be in your backyard. He could have been. He could have been. (laughs) And it scared me. And so I was like nine and I didn't know any better. So I'm just like losing my mind. And my mom's like, go to bed. And I'm like, I can't. This guy is out here murdering old people (laughs) at rest areas and he could be here next. You don't know? No. Uh, so anyway, Pluto TV. Sorry. I, I, I went on a rant. It's all good. But no, if, uh, so if you need to cool down from that, they do have, this is part of why I love it, they have an entire MST3K channel and a Rift Tracks channel that just runs MST3K and Rift Tracks 24-7. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so you can, yeah, when I'm looking for this background noise to do stuff with, that's pretty much my go-to. That's amazing. Yeah, Pluto TV is the gift that keeps on giving. They used to have an American Gladiators channel, but they got rid of it. Um, now yeah. it, they sometimes play episodes on their Versus channel, but it will never reach the the apex that was the actual American Gladiators channel because um, that shit was legit. But Well, and don't forget, they still have the Cops channel. They do. I love it. They have the cops channel. They have a they have a rescue nine one one channel, which I never really pay attention to. I never really liked rescue nine one one. But yeah, as long as they keep the unsolved mysteries channel and the cops channel, I'm good. I'm solid. Yeah. Now they've started to play married with children in the morning, but again, no time for that. We got American <laughs> horrors to watch, so <laughs> got to see what shitty movie they're playing. And I oh, I love it so much. That's like I go to bed and I'm like, I wonder what they're gonna play tomorrow. God, my life is sad. I love how <laughs> we're coming full circle again back to just cable. Yeah. Like as a society. Yeah, we pretty much are. Because... We're like, Screw cable. I went on demand. And I were like, too many options. I can't make up my mind. Just play something for me. Like Netflix has the just play something button. Where it's like, are you scrolling too long? You just want us to play something? Just push this button. We'll play something for you. You don't have to think about it. Like, yeah. We're, yeah. we're slowly circling back around to you. There's too many options. It's just pixel. Yeah. And I'll complain about there never being anything good on. Yeah, well, there, there's just, there's not anything good on. There's just more of it is the only problem now. Yep. That's this day. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, now we're at a, an hour 41, so I feel like we better, uh, gosh, what a, this has been awesome, okay. though. Um, here's what we do on this one. Here's what we do. That's what we have to play. Ooh. So that we know, yeah, as yeah. as we say in the industry, so that we know when to pinch it off. <laughs> we need to call it. So we're just gonna pinch this one off. Uh, oh my god! All right, yeah. So we're gonna we're, when this episode's over, you and I are gonna schedule when we're gonna do the next one because oh my god, this was so much fun. Uh, yeah, geez. and we only got to like one of the five yeah. topics. You yeah, I know. Really, episode. like so that just means we have four so. more shows to do. So yep. I love it. So, buddy, thank you so much. Well, yeah, and we started with one topic. <laughs> yeah, we started with the Power Rangers Anytime, topic. Yeah, back, uh, I'm happy to do it again. I love it. I love it. I and appreciate. Here we are. It. Yeah, we we got down to now. Uh, uh, you're buying a, a VHS of a of a alien ripoff. Uh, well. It's on Mercari, so I'm a little skeptical oh, yeah. about buying it. But maybe yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah, you got to be careful with the Mercari stuff. Um, but yeah, we're going to have to do this again uh, because holy shit, this was fun. Don't forget, uh, you can buy your tickets to the live show 
uh, Saturday night, June the 17th at TN2MShows.com. All tickets are only $10. You can come watch us uh, perform some stand-up comedy. We got some special guests as well. Um, Otherwise, usually he does the ending. Uh, So we're just going to end it here and say thanks, everybody, for checking us out. Use the hashtag FWBpodcast. And be sure to check out John in Nerd Alert. We also post those on our Twitter and Facebook page, so they're easy to find. You can also find his show, TN2M Shows, as well.